0: From the studios of Tucson Business Radio X, recorded in the Stewart Title corporate offices on Broadway, you are now listening to The Mark Bishop Show. And now here's your host, Mark Bishop. So I ask you this question, are the days of inhumane laboratory experiments on animals a thing of the past? We're currently in the age of brain imaging and superior human-based research methods that allow us to study the causes and treatments of mental illness in humans without subjecting vulnerable animals to painful and traumatic experience experiments. Surprisingly, millions of taxpayer dollars are still being used to perform unnecessary experiments on monkeys. Now, I'd like to welcome Catherine Rowe, Research Associate, Peter P-E-T-A, Laboratory Investigations Department. Welcome, Catherine.
1: Thank you very much.
0: Well, how are taxpayer dollars being used as a part of inhumane experiments? Tell us that.
1: Yes, well, PETA has just recently obtained never-before-seen video footage of experiments being conducted at a National Institutes of Health laboratory, where monkeys are being given permanent brain damage and then being forced to confront realistic-looking snakes and spiders, which absolutely terrify them. And these experiments, yeah, these experiments are costing the taxpayers millions upon millions of dollars, and yet after 30 years have not led to any meaningful treatments or cures for humans.
0: Mm. Tell us exactly why are these experiments being conducted And how are they harmful?
1: Yes, well, what you can see um, in the videos, and and your listeners can actually see these videos that we've obtained for themselves at PETA.org. Okay. And what happens is the experimenters inflict permanent brain damage on the monkeys. And how they do this is they hold the monkey's head still in a vice-like device and then carve open a section of their skull and either suction out a portion of their brains or inject a toxin into their brains, which damages the neural tissue. Then these poor monkeys are put into small, tiny cages, which are put inside a darkened box where a guillotine-like door opens up, and the monkeys are forced to face um, realistic-looking snakes and spiders, which absolutely terrifies them. And again, when you see these videos for yourself at PETA.org, you'll see how absolutely terrified these poor monkeys are.
0: (sighs) heavens above i mean just just hearing about it is enough to turn me off but uh, we'll go back on that later where uh, people can go and see this because seeing is believing and uh quite frankly it'll help your cause a lot more when they see this type of thing it amazes me who gets these videos what are the alternative approaches to this current research do you think then
1: well the, the purpose of the researcher the experimenters would claim that the purpose is to understand Which parts of the brain are important for certain behaviors? Um, Now, fortunately, for several decades, we have been able to use um, neuroimaging tools. So, that includes things like functional MRI or um, fMRI, uh, PET imaging, EEG, which is a method of recording electrical activity from the brain, in human volunteers. And these tools are more than adequate for helping us understand which parts of the brain are engaged in certain behaviors. So these brain damage experiments on monkeys are not only cruel, they're unnecessary because we can absolutely get an understanding of which parts of the brain in humans are important for human behavior using these more modern tools.
0: Mm. Well, scientists, I mean, they've been investigating the roles of different brain regions for decades now using non-invasive neuroimaging, as you say, Uh, to understand the role of the different regions of the brain. What gets me is this inhumane experiments at the National Institutes of Health. They've been performed on dozens, possibly hundreds of monkeys, yet they've failed to produce a single treatment to help humans who suffer with neuropsychiatric conditions. I mean, you know, what's it worth? Why? Why continue, you know?
1: Well, I think you're exactly right. And I think I think probably many of your listeners are uh, just as shocked as, as we are about that fact. I mean, the fact that they're so expensive, the fact that they're so harmful, and the fact that they're so useless. But what unfortunately tends to happen in science is if a series of experiments continues to get funding, it will continue to be conducted, even if it's well-established that these experiments are going nowhere in terms of advancing our knowledge of human health or benefiting humans in any way, um, which is why we're asking listeners to go to PETA.org where they can very quickly contact the National Institutes of Health and ask them to stop funding these cruel and useless experiments.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, I um, when you told me, you know, and I'm going to look at the video for the, because... Uh, it entices me to want to try and do something about this. But, you know, the argument could be, and you often hear it at the old days when you'd have a dinner party or something, discussion across the table, but do you realise that if we don't do these things with monkeys and animals, we're not going to find cures? Every night on the news right now, the COVID-19, right? No cure. So the argument is, look, for the sake of monkeys, for God's sake, and we could find a cure for uh, COVID-19... Would you not do it? And you must get this sort of well, thing all the time, Catherine.
1: We, we certainly do. And I think what a lot of people don't realize is the, the colossal failure of animal experimentation to translate, in, to translate into human treatments or cures. So we know from decades of this sort of cool experimentation that 95%, 95% of uh, new treatments that were developed using animals fail in humans they're either not safe or they're not effective or both wow. so the continued use of animals in experimentation is not only cruel it's not only a waste of money but it's a waste of resources that could be directed for towards more human relevant methodology which is available
0: you know monkeys brains <laughs> uh, they're not an appropriate model apparently for the human conditions that they're being tested for anyway i mean these monkeys are already traumatized from being held captive most often in solitary confinement, right, Um, immediately invalidates the results obtained from the experiments, uh, which involve brain-damaging monkeys and then frightening them with rubber snakes and spiders. Good Lord. I mean, I feel for them terribly. It reminds me of a story when I was at school, in a boarding school. I won't say where and what and how, but I was a city slicker regarded as one. Compared to the country boys, they held me to a tree and held a snake in front of me. I'll never forget that. And I was only a foot away from my face. Stupid, stupid, stupid. So imagine, you know, just because it's an animal doesn't mean it doesn't have feelings, right?
1: That's exactly right. And the fear and the loneliness and the terror that the monkeys are feeling in this laboratory is all too real. And you know these these monkeys are kept in the laboratories for months, if not years at a time. Many of them are killed and dissected after the experiments. I mean, it's absolutely horrible. And as you said, the monkey's brain, particularly the, the the brain of a monkey that's being kept in isolation in a laboratory, is not a normal brain. No. They're both physiologically mm-hmm. and psychologically damaged from life in the laboratory.
0: All right, listeners. Now, I want you to go to this, if you, you know, if you can't remember, this is a short one, but just in case, grab a pencil, all right? Okay, www.peta.org, org. And I guess there's a button there to relate to where to go to that video. Correct, Catherine?
1: Yes, and they can also very quickly contact the National Institutes of Health and ask that they stop wasting taxpayer money on this cruel and useless and unnecessary series of experiments.
0: Yeah. Catherine Rowe, PhD, is a research associate with the Laboratory Investigations Department of People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals. You guys do a wonderful job. I think I had your director on not so long ago and uh, kicking up a storm there. You've won a few cases now. You're really, uh, <laughs> you're creating some dust, my girl. <laughs> That's right. Uh, good job. So, you know, you liaise with the government funding agencies and universities and corporations to try and end uh, harmful and ineffective neuroscience and psychological experiment on animals. How are you finding it with corporate today? Are they listening?
1: You know, they do listen because um, what we often do is is if we own stock in the company, we're, we're a shareholder. And so as a shareholder of a given company, you have a say in what money is being spent where. And a lot of corporations don't want to harm animals. Um, and so when we present them with the, the viable alternatives, of which there are many, they're willing to make that adjustment. And, of course, it's always beneficial for animals and humans when we transition Any. Any university, any laboratory, any corporation, from using cruel and archaic animal experiments to more modern, relevant human research methods. So, yeah, they are responsive.
0: Thank you so much, indeed, Catherine. Uh, you know, Peter urging National Institutes of Health to halt inhumane experiments. And today, we were fortunate enough to have Catherine Rowe here on the Mark Bishop Show. Our listeners: dub 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 dot peter dot org. Thanks, Catherine. Have a good week.
1: Thank you. You too.